0: Hey everybody, it's Father Edward Looney here. I am so excited because I recently received my latest order from Sock Religious. I ordered the He is Risen socks in order to celebrate Easter. And we know that Easter is not just one Sunday out of the year, but we have several Sundays of Easter that I'll be able to wear these socks as I celebrate Mass. If you are looking for the perfect gift for First Communion or Confirmation, Make it sock religious. You'll be sharing the gift of faith with whoever you gift them to. For more information, find the link in the show notes to order your socks today from Sock Religious, whether they're for yourself or as a gift. Hello, my name is Father Edward Looney, and you are listening to the podcast, How They Love Mary, a podcast that I hope will either be the beginning or the deepening of your Marian devotion. You know, our young people have gone through such a tumultuous time through the COVID-19 pandemic. They didn't go to school for a few months last year. Maybe they're still doing virtual school. Screen time definitely has increased as they do attend class, as they do their homework through iPads and all of the technology available to them. But what if I told you that there's another way that they can use their technology to learn the faith for the greater honor and glory of God? Today, I'm speaking to Joellen Cicerelli, who works for Loyola Press and was the creative lead behind a new game for children called Wonderlight, a pilgrim's adventure. So welcome to How They Love Mary Joellen. Thank
1: you for having me. I'm really glad to be here.
0: A number of months ago, probably about six months ago, I got an email about this game and I was pretty excited to see something like this. They even gave me my own username and password so that I could experience the game and come to understand it a bit more. And well, you know, life gets in the way and you go hunting and then you have the holidays and then you have other projects that you're working on finishing like a book or whatever the case might be. And so you don't get around to doing the interviews you want to do. But what a wonderful time for us to talk about Wanderlight as we begin to move into summer mode. School soon will be ending, kids will be at home, and this can be a wonderful way to entertain them. So can you just share a little bit about what this WonderLight game is?
1: Absolutely. So Wanderlight is um, what we believe to be the very first catholic video game um and it um, is a game that uh, has two different versions there's an at-home version um where the player assumes the role of the pilgrim and travels through seven different levels going on a variety of quests to learn about the faith and to um, become a disciple of christ and to walk in the light. So, uh, there is also a school and parish version of the game where kids are assigned a different level and they play their level of the game, um, throughout the year. Uh, so, um, it's, it's a really wonderful first person, um, game where you have an avatar and you are going through these different zones to, um, learn about what it is to be Catholic.
0: How did the game come about? So I'm assuming that there was a team of people that got together and said, you know, let's do something creative, let's do something innovative that's not been done before and offer this and kind of go into a new foray for Catholic evangelization. So what was the process, the thinking process and then the development process like?
1: Sure. So this game has been um, a dream for over a decade. Uh, The timing is really interesting because um, the game launched in August in the midst of a pandemic where kids were, you know, not going places and and on screen. So um, it was, we call it a Holy Spirit moment around Loyola Press. But about um, 10 years ago or so, um, we started to hear a lot from the people that we work with in parishes, Catholic families, and Catholic schools saying that kids were online more and more and more, and they really wanted a positive alternative to um, what was going on in in the world of video games. But also, they found that kids really loved um, learning via um, games, video games, so... Um, we did uh, we pulled a team of uh, an internal team together. We took a look at the core ideas, faith connections, faith concepts that kids learn at various stages throughout their development. And then we really began with um, the standards, you know, the learning outcomes that we wanted to see. But then in addition, we said, okay, our founder is um, St. Ignatius of Loyola. Let's study him, and let's take inspiration from him in terms of um, what the concept for the game could be. And St. Ignatius referred to himself in his autobiography as the Pilgrim. So that was the very first time where we felt like, aha. You know, faith is a journey, and we are all on a, a, a sacred journey, of, on a pilgrimage um, through life, and so that really became the spark for the game. The The pilgrim, your avatar, you're, you become a pilgrim in this game, you carry a lantern, and um, when you make choices in the game that bring you closer to God, your lantern shines a little brighter. But if you make choices or turn away from doing a good deed or skipping a quest, sometimes your lantern will flicker to remind you that, hey, maybe you should pay attention to this piece of the game. So it, uh, that's really where the, the, those were the two things that really informed us when we started to um, think about uh, what could this game be. And then we partnered with a wonderful group um, called Fable Vision. They're out of Boston, Massachusetts. And um the founders of Fable Vision, Peter and Paul uh Reynolds, um, are, are Cradle Catholics and um uh Paul Reynolds is an adjunct professor at Boston College. He and his brother both worked at Boston Catholic television in their early part of their career. Their mother was a master catechist. Um we knew that they were aligned and they were video game developers. So we felt like they were the perfect partnership to take us to where we needed to go with this game.
0: I like that you use the word pilgrim. And I'm thinking about my own days in early education, whether that was as a first grader, or second grader, but you'll hear the word pilgrim in relationship to thanksgiving and you make the hat that a pilgrim would have worn or whatever the case might be but so now with this game we're kind of expanding the definition of pilgrim we're bringing that faith aspect to it saying that as you mentioned that we're on this pilgrimage to the kingdom of heaven and even, too, the word pilgrim, as we know, describes a person that goes to, like, Lourdes, France, or to Fatima, or to a shrine somewhere else, to the Holy Land. There were great stories of pilgrimages long ago. St. Ignatius was a pilgrim himself, as you mentioned. So, are in this game, do they learn about some of these other pilgrimage destinations? They actually do learn about um, different
1: destinations, Um they at each level of the game you meet different saints um so you you meet Mary in every single level of the game and i know that we are uh talking on a podcast that you know really celebrates devotion to Mary so i want to let you know that Mary is prominently featured um throughout the game and you you actually meet Mary in one level of the game in a supermarket after you are done helping people um uh, you're collecting groceries for people in need, and so Mary appears and kind of talks to you um, during the game. But um, you meet St. Bernadette, so you're going to learn about lords. Um, so depending on the saints that you meet in the game, that's where we really bring in um, a lot of the aspects of pilgrimage and um, where people go and what they do when they are on them.
0: Now, this game, as it's available through the App Store, so I was actually looking for it on my iPhone, and I eventually found it because I clicked a link that the publicist sent me and. I found out that you don't play it on an iPhone, but you need an iPad. And that would that makes sense because kids th- this age that are going to be playing it would probably have that iPad at home that parents have installed games on. And so uh, how can people find this game then? It's on the App Store, I'm assuming, and Google Play and all of those different places? Right. So if you
1: go to WanderlightGame.com. Um, you can actually purchase it via the Loyola Press Store. So you can purchase a desktop version for your PCs, for your Macs. Um, you can also go to Google Play or the Apple Store, and you're absolutely right. We built the game for tablets rather than phones. The game is really robust. Um, the art is beautiful. The kids are interacting, and to to move that to a very small screen Um, we felt like would kind of, you would lose some of the gameplay aspects, but also we felt like parents don't want their kids necessarily on phones and tablets are those, some of those things that they provide for a couple of hours and then take away. So, uh, so it's available on, uh, for tablet and then also for any computer.
0: Um, and what's the cost of this? So I'm assuming you have to pay for the app that you buy. Is it, I'm assuming it's probably a reasonable price.
1: To purchase from the Loyola Press store, it's an annual subscription thirty one ninety nine for the year. When you purchase levels for the school and parish editions, those are discounted based on how many children are in the classroom. And then, when you purchase it on the store, the app stores. 2.99 per month or 31.99 for the full year.
0: Okay. So yeah, so 2.99 a month. So parents could say, "Hey, let's get this game for a few months and then maybe they'll cancel it, but they will have exposed their child to the game. Maybe during the summer months they'll say, "This might be a nice thing for them to go through the seven levels to learn different aspects of the faith. It's almost like bringing religious education home for the summer and making it fun more than a textbook."
1: It absolutely is. We've heard amazing stories from parents about what the game has done for their kids. We've had parents reaching out telling us our child actually loves to pray now. Um, There's a prayer tent in the game where the pilgrim can retreat and learn different prayers and also sacred songs, Um, but it's done in a way that's really fun. So the kids are learning all of their traditional prayers, but in a way that they actually want to. We had another mom reach out. Um, she had a second grader. She put him. She said, "I need to make dinner. You can play the game for twenty minutes." The child went away. He came back twenty minutes later, and he said, "Mom, I want to talk to you about sin." did you know that sin is when you make bad choices and you separate yourself from the love of God and others? <laughs> and then he said, we all sin. And he said, I, I learned that there are ways for us to um, make up for our sins and to be forgiven. And he talked to his mom and he, uh, about sin and the nature of sin and about reconciliation and penance. Uh, she said she had to stop making dinner and just have a conversation with her son, and she said it's the first time he ever came to her with um, a a concept, a faith concept, where he actually wanted to engage in the conversation, but also that he seemed to have really learned something very, very quickly. So we're really proud, and we love those stories, um, and it's just terrific when they come in, and they keep coming in. We had a grandfather purchase game licenses for every single child in the religious education program at his parish because his grandson played in the pilot and called his grandpa and told his grandpa that he loved the game because he learned that he liked helping others and he wanted to live his life in a way that he would continue to make the world a better place. The grandfather was so moved he decided to Get the game for the kids in the parish. So we think it's making a positive difference, and we're really happy about that.
0: So I really see this as living out what John Paul II talked about in the new evangelization, what Bishop Barron talks about, you know, new methods and expressions and ardor and all of these things that we're really engaging the technology that they're already using these things. They're playing games already. Uh, I know many kids that play some of those games. Boy, I'm trying to think of the one that's so popular, but uh, I can't recall it right now. But uh, they're they're always playing these games. And so to bring in the element of faith is just a a wonderful opportunity.
1: We're so glad that it's hitting the right chord. One of the things that we talked about as a creative team was that we wanted the game to be fun. We knew that it had to not be... Boring or coying or feel like the kids were being preached to. We actually wanted them to experience, um, their faith as much as they could through, through the game. And I feel like we've done a really good job of it. Uh, we, during the development of the game, we actually had kids from around the country pilot testing it. And we also have High school interns from the Cristo Rey and Christ the King network come to Loyola Press and work with us as interns, and we invited the um, the high school kids to pilot the program and give us feedback. Um, and we knew we hit a chord when the high school kids thought the game was fun and cool. We thought, okay, we did a good job because they're they're actually not w- turning away from it. So. It's, it's been a really interesting experience, like nothing I've ever worked on before.
0: The game I was thinking of earlier was Minecraft, that so many kids oh, I know play yeah. Minecraft. And so here's the faith alternative to Minecraft, in a sense. Now, one of the special things about your app is that it's received a COPPA COPA certification. And I think this is something that parents can really appreciate. So could you share what the COPA certification is?
1: Absolutely. So um, the the educational technology um, industry and the technology industry realized uh, years ago that it was very important to protect children's privacy um, and to make sure that children are safe when they're online. When we started to go down the road of developing this video game, we decided that that was going to be an important piece for us to make sure that we were COPA certified or COPA certified. So, um, we went to the we just went the extra mile. Um, this is not necessarily easy certification to get um, your game, and all of its applications are reviewed. Um, very carefully by um, an outside group as well as by uh, attorneys (laughs) and folks who um, are very interested in child safety. And so we were really pleased when we made it through the um, certification process and that we, we were allowed to say that we were... Ah, uh, COPA certified. So that means that parents and teachers and um, catechists can rest assured that when children are playing the game, they're in a safe environment, um, and that no one um, can interact with a child or get the child's information in any way.
0: Wonderlight is available from Loyola Press, and Loyola Press creates textbooks. They publish other books. I know some authors that have published books with you. And I guess my question would be, why would a publishing company want to venture into electronic media?
1: Right. So what we've learned over time um, as a publisher is, is that we're a publisher of content. And that readers um, and seekers uh, and folks who are interested in all things Catholic want their content the way they want it. So podcasts, for example, um, such a great way to provide people content when you're listening and consuming audio or audio books. You can be multitasking. You can be doing other things, driving, doing dishes. So what we've learned is that we're We're really a content provider, and that we have to be ready to provide people the content they want in the way they want it. Do we think books are going to go away? No, in fact, um, what we're seeing um, is a lot of young people and kids um, wit because of zoom fatigue and just burnout are are leaning back toward liking. Liking the books, uh, so I feel like we're we're a content provider, um, and we're as as people's needs evolve, as people's desires evolve for how to consume that content, we're going to be at the forefront and ready to um, provide.
0: That's great. I think companies, the church even, you know, we as a church need to adapt in a sense to say, well, this is how people are consuming things. And this is how we can get our message out there. And we've seen so many organizations like Formed offering us a platform that ha- is very similar to Netflix, where there's lots of video content, you can watch faith based movies. So that's a way that we've kind of adapted and said, well, let's put this in people's homes, let's introduce them to some faith concepts. And that's what loyal apprentice is doing with this game, Wonder Light. So uh, maybe uh, just a a quick question, I guess. Loyola Press, I know, offers some some resources about the Blessed Mother. I think you have some children's books even about Mary. Are you familiar with any of the other Marian content that you guys provide?
1: So some of the Marian or Mary um, products that we provide uh, are both for children and for adults. A couple that stand out for me for children. We have a beautiful children's book called Mary, Mother of Jesus, um, and then another um, thing that we have for children. Again, this is um, giving people what they want, how they want it. We have a plush Mary. She um, is a Mary doll, and she comes with four uh, little um, added pillow plush. Uh, accessories. She comes with a baby Jesus and a jar. She comes with a, a lily, and she comes with a little scroll of the Hail Mary, and she's just the sweetest doll. Um, and we find that um, this is really popular for baptism gifts, for um, early childhood, for babies all the way through six and seven years old, for adults we have um, we have a beautiful pastoral ministry series, and there 's a lovely um, book in the series called Mary and the saints um, and it really ha- it has a discussion guide and it helps people learn about Mary adults learn about mary um, we have uh, oh, we have another wonderful um, series called Six Weeks with the Bible," and we have um, A book called Mary, Jesus' Mother and Ours, and it looks at the six episodes in Mary's life um, that were in Luke and John. um, So people can really understand who she was as a person and as uh, the mother of Christ. So those are some of the things that we have um, that are related to Mary.
0: Well, wonderful. So young people will be exposed to the Blessed Mother through Wanderlight. You can look up Loyola Press and see some of their other offerings. And I really encourage if you have children, if you have grandchildren, maybe this might be a great gift for them, especially uh, maybe uh, I should ask, what ages do you intend this game for? Sure. So we're
1: on the earliest end, we're seeing children about four or five years old playing the game, that young, and they can play all the way through. It's really 12 and up. Like I said, the kids in high school really love the game, too. So as you work through the game, it gets more sophisticated, um, and uh, older children like it as well as younger children.
0: I've enjoyed our conversation today, Joellen, as we're introducing people to a to the only Catholic video game that we're aware of, uh, available from Loyola Press called Wander Light. And so if people want to learn more about Loyola Press, uh, of course they can go to your website. And do you have a social media presence as well? We
1: do. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. So um, you can find us there. And then to find the game specifically, it's wanderlightgame.com.
0: So I hope that everyone will go and check it out. It might make a great gift for First Communion. I know we're in that time of the year. And so this could be one of those opportunities to share the faith with that young person, your child or grandchild in your life. So thanks so much, Joellen, for being with me today.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I'm so glad to talk about the game and to speak with you today.
0: You have been listening to the podcast How They Love Mary, a podcast that I hope will either be the beginning or the deepening of your Marian devotion. If you don't mind, please leave a review of How They Love Mary on Apple Podcasts. Share the podcast with your family or your friends. It's available on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Stitcher, or wherever people find their podcasts. And if you don't mind, please give me a follow on social media at the handle at fredwardlooney. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Until next time, let's remain united in prayer to Jesus through Mary. God bless.